What's Up Whittier? Welcome to What's Up Whittier, a homegrown podcast. A podcast to showcase Whittier's businesses, personalities, and hidden treasures. Producer Christine here with this week's community corkboard announcements. Every Friday from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m., we have the Whittier Farmers Market located on the corner of Philadelphia and Bright. Some upcoming events that we're going to have here in the city of Whittier include the Health Fair and Belize Open House located at City Hall. On Saturday, May 19, 2018, join the city of Whittier at their Health Fair Kitty K Fun Run. So, for if you are one to five years old, That's really cool that you're listening to a podcast, but also if you have kids that are one to five years old, they could be running a quarter mile. And if you have kids from six to 12 years old, they would be running half a mile. It is completely free. Registration begins at 9 a.m. and the first race begins at 10 a.m. All participants will receive a free t-shirt and a medal. Again, that is Saturday, May 19th, starting at 9 a.m. Get out there, have some fun with your kids, and get active. On Monday, May 28th, 2018 at 9 a.m., join the city of Whittier in honoring those who have made the ultimate sacrifice this year, 2018 Memorial Day. And again, that's Monday, May 28th, 2018 at 9 a.m. at the Whittier City Hall Peace Memorial, 13230 Penn Street. All right, have you been to this year's Movies in the Park this summer yet? Well, on May 12th, they had The Incredibles. But don't worry, on June 2nd, the City of Whittier will play Wonder. Join the City of Whittier for some free family fun. A craft for the kids to make before the movie. All movies start at dusk. So bring a chair, bring a blanket, sit under the moonlight, bring some snacks even, and enjoy the movie. Movies are the first Saturday of the month at Parnell Park, 15390 Lambert Road, Whittier, California, 90604. So don't forget on June 2nd, the movie is Wonder. And then on July 7th, the movie is Beauty and the Beast. Speaking of July 7th, do you know who is going to be playing at the Hollywood Bowl? Well, let me tell you, it's your girl, Jennifer Hudson. Yes, I'm pretty sure she won an Oscar um, for this role in Dreamgirls that she did. It was really amazing. And you have to go see her perform live. I don't have a fancy flyer about this event, so I'm just going to go off the top of my head, but all I know is that I have my ticket, my girl Ivy Love has her ticket, but let me tell you that every year the city of Whittier rents a bus to take you to the Hollywood Bowl. And also, how awesome is it to do ride sharing to the Hollywood Bowl? I know it's really cool to do the park and ride that's on Kalima at Shabaram Park, but if you do the city of Whittier one, it's free. All you have to do is pay for your ticket, which the city of Whittier has already bought. You just need to buy it from the city of Whittier. Go on to the Parks and Recreation website, which I will provide for you shortly, and you can definitely buy your ticket there. The one for Harry Connick Jr. in September is already sold out, which is a bummer, but I definitely got the one for Jennifer Hudson, and I hope you guys can join me. Again, that's July 7th. The bus will leave City Hall at 5.30. I recommend getting there like about 5. They're only selling like 40-some tickets, which is absolutely crazy, but it's because there's only one bus. So I bet if everybody makes a little bit of a stink about it, maybe next year we can get more buses and have a bigger turnout for this event. Really cool stuff, guys. I love going to the Hollywood Bowl and how awesome is it that 
And how awesome is it that you can go enjoy some sangria and not have to worry about driving, not have to worry about parking. First of all, parking is so expensive there. And then you also have to deal with stacked parking, which is the worst to get out of. And one time I locked my keys in my car when I went to the Hollywood Bowl. So you can imagine, I had to wait for everybody to leave the parking lot and then I had to wait for AAA to come and rescue me. But guess what? You guys will not have that problem if you do the City of Whittier Hollywood Bowl extravaganza. So a little bit before July 7th, we have concerts in the park. Starting June 25th, we have Moonlight Express. We'll be playing big band music at 7 o'clock. So the concerts start at 7 p.m. This is a Monday, June 25th. This will be at Central Park, which is at 6537 Friends Avenue by the post office in Uptown. On Thursday, June 28th at 7 p.m., we have the Smokin' Cobras playing 50s and 60s jams. This is also the event of Shop Local, which is provided by the Whittier City Chamber of Commerce. Again, this is at Parnell Park at 15390 Lambert Road, which will be the same park that you're going to when you go see a movie. Do you have plans for this year's 4th of July? Well, I recommend that you head over to York Field where you can join the City of Whittier in their 4th of July fireworks spectacular. It's always a fun time. The folks and I went last year. A lot of fun. So hopefully we'll see you there. Alright guys, well I hope you enjoyed this theme we had going on with Parks and Recreation. So be sure to check out all of our social media. Check out our Instagram. Check out our Facebook at What's Up Whittier. You can check out our Twitter, which we don't really use at What's Up 562. And you can follow Remo the Realtor at Remo the Realtor. Follow Jesse the Architect at J2 Architects. And if you know other people who have never heard of Whittier, you got to definitely tell them like, hey, listen to the show because Whittier is such a quaint and small town and it's filled with mom and pop shops. And how better to help our community through helping out those businesses and being patrons of those businesses. It's more than just going out, it's supporting a family business. Whittier is full of mom and pop shops and I believe it's very important to learn about who you're supporting, you know? You're not buying a private jet for somebody. You're feeding someone's family. So I really hope that you guys all love this podcast as much as I do and you enjoy learning about the people in our town. All right, guys. you have anything you'd like us to feature on the commute? Oh, you know what? I totally almost... Oh, you know what? I totally almost forgot. Give me one second. I had a submission from somebody on Instagram. One second. All right, ladies, on May 20th at 9 a.m., join CrossFit Resolute as they have their Girls Gone RX Lift Up series. All right, ladies, this is the last call. Don't be afraid to get left out of a great competition. The last day to register is Tuesday, May 15th for Girls Gone RX Lift Up series at CrossFit Resolute. This is a ladies-only competition. All levels are welcomed, so let's lift each other up. That's actually really awesome. So compete for a great cause. $5 of all the register will be donated to Bright Pink. Hashtag compete for a cure. I am definitely reading this off of Instagram. So the event is May 20th at 9 a.m. Lifts are snatch and clean and jerk. So you will be allowed three attempts for each lift. Hope you all will join us. Follow more information, go to at CrossFit Resolute Whittier and at Girls Gone RX. If you have people who have never heard of Whittier, tell them what are you doing, get on this podcast, keep it on the radar because things are going to happen. 
So hope you like this town as much as I do. And I hope you love this episode as much as I do with our wonderful guest. Take it away, Jesse and Remo. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome guys. Whittier. What's up, Whittier? And fellow collabies. Would yes. that be the word? Collaborators. Collaborators. I like collabies, though. Uh, it's trademarked. Don't, don't even try <laughs> to copy it, Rose. <laughs> it's copyright. Um, today, we're, it's our, uh, actually, it's our first uh, live show for the year, 2018. And uh, we're also on Instagram and Facebook. We're live and so we'll be taking some Q&A at the end of the show. So and obviously we have a live audience today, too. We're broadcasting from the collab and the address. 6709 Greenleaf Avenue. For those of you that are hanging out in uptown in the uptown area, swing on by if, uh, if you're uh, around the neighborhood. And, of course, that voice you just heard is, is our guest uh, who we had in the past. Actually... You were our first guest of the ever. Of our, I yeah. was. Yeah. I was. That's right. Um, and now you're you're in new ventures, and now we're gonna, you know. And congratulations to you guys on one year, and almost sixty episodes. You guys have come a long way. You guys are yes. kind of a big deal. Well, we've, we've learned from, from the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, well, yeah, we'll talk about it, but it's uh, yes, it's a learning curve. Um, you well, have upgraded the, your equipment too. We have our location. We've, up, we've and everything. upgraded everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know what's funny is a lot of people don't know this is the the what's up Whittier uh, covers. If you guys, the live audience, could see it, um, this is actually a toilet paper roll <laughs> that we cut in half. We put a sticker of what's up Whittier, and we've had this thing for like yeah, so at least seven months. I don't know how it's <laughs> so it serves two purposes. <laughs> you guys recycle, reuse, yes. reuse. Yeah, we, we're, we're we repurposed the, the, the toilet roll. I think that first episode you guys were on had some small microphone in the middle of the table. Yeah, yeah. it was the iPhone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're sitting on cardboard boxes and we're just... Uh, <laughs> we shared an old beer that you had in your fridge. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, it wasn't beer, it was apple juice and it turned into Fermented. beer. Fermented. Yeah, uh, but that was fun. So congratulations to you guys. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. So tell us about where we're at, Rose. So we are at the Collab Inc., which is Whittier's very first collaborative co-working space. So co-working is a newer concept in general. It's very popular in other countries and in metro areas in the the United States. So it's very popular in the downtowns, um, Pasadena, Long Beach. I think the closest ones to us are going to be in downtown Fullerton. So it's not yet in suburbia. So we're really proud to bring it to our community first here. So co-working is... We provide uh, workstations, desk, copy, printer, receptionist, Wi-Fi, office amenities, um, and people can come in and either join with monthly memberships or drop in for daily rates. So ideal for people who maybe work from home or out of the coffee shop or have offices and they work outside of the area but they're in Whittier to meet with a client or they need to pop in to use a printer or Wi-Fi, they can come here. And it's a collaborative environment, meaning that open space so people can... You know, share ideas, chit-chat, bounce ideas off each other, and not be isolated at home, in your home office. Or at Starbucks. Or at Starbucks. <laughs> Next to the weird guy. <laughs> Starbucks is in the hot seat, so, yeah, not, not Starbucks. Uh-oh. <laughs> Maybe we should touch up a little bit on that. <laughs> no, let's no, no, not. No, let's not. <laughs> 
So where did the idea come from? So the idea has been on the back burner for me for maybe like two years. Um, and the collab actually started as an expansion project for Americana Tax Planning. So my first business. I have offices upstairs. I have an office upstairs. And I ran out of room up there. So last October, I needed to expand and look for bigger office space. And everything kind of just aligned where this space became available. We had the right team join. Natalie Signs, our operations manager over there. Um, and she's manning the Facebook Live. So that's right. With some new equipment. She does, she does everything. She's amazing. Um, so everything just aligned. Um, and we're able to commence the project. And so here we are. So we just opened our doors two weeks ago. But, yes, it, was, it started as an expansion for Americana and kind of took a life of its own and became its own big project. So, Rose, we were talking earlier, and then we were going to start laughing. Talk to us about getting the doors open, because I, I think that's a, a real you know, topic that some people that are opening up a business maybe yes. underestimate. Yes, yes. So, since it was an expansion project for Americana, I, it was... Paramount that I was open before tax season started, mm-hmm. which tax season just ended two days ago, and we just opened our doors two weeks ago. So we anticipated being, I signed the lease November 16th. We were thinking we'd be open by January 1st. We already set the date for our grand opening, and it just, I mean, we didn't open our doors until April 6th, April 7th. Yeah, so we underestimated how long it would take. We underestimated all the work that would be uh, that we would need to do, but we learned a lot. So for project number two, three, we'll have all the experience that we need to do it. So we talked earlier, and you asked what advice. So I would anybody who's going to start a new project or a new business, I would sit down with somebody in the industry who's already done it, and whether you pay them consulting fee or however you work it out, but ask them the pitfalls, ask them the timelines, ask them what to expect, what to look for, so that you can avoid those those mistakes yeah life definitely leaves or success leaves clues and those clues are usually through a mentor or someone else that's done it before you and just replicate what they've done yeah and youtube and i want to acknowledge both of you guys i think when i the idea was planted in my head i sat down with probably both of you guys first separately and just run the idea like bounce ideas off you guys so thank you both for always being supportive since day one it's funny because i said no <laughs> don't, do it. don't do it. I sent an invoice. I still have to come back. Jeez, pay your bills, Rose. You'll get mine for the uh, What's Up Whittier room, okay? There you go. <laughs> um, yes. So, but you know what's good? And I use this example. So, I started, I've been with our family business since I was 15 years old. And I started our, the family business is personalized souvenirs. And it's a specialized market. We have a corner on the market in the United States. So any of the mugs or keychains, dog tags that you see in any of the theme parks around here, they're, they're ours, right? So I started in the warehouse when I was 15. I worked my way all the way up until I was running the office here in Montebello. Um, but since I started all the way up, I knew the business inside and out. So nobody was able to get over on me. I knew how things should be done right. Um, so it comes at an advantage. And the same thing with Americana. I, I was by myself for many years. I did everything by myself, so I know the way things should be done, how they should be done, so no one's able to get over, or I'm able to train everybody the right way. So with this project, it, I take it with that lesson, that we learned how to work with contractors, how to negotiate with landlords, how to um, set proper timelines, so it was good. How not to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I got stuck. You have access to theme park <laughs> goodies? No. Yes. No, I'm just kidding. We can, you guys can do a What's Up Whittier podcast from there if you want. There you go. Yeah. So, so, so now is your office permanently here uh, in the collapse space? Or Americana? Still, yeah. No, Americana is still upstairs. Okay. So there are two, still two separate uh, businesses mm-hmm. and you're running with the with the uh, tax side of things and uh, yes, and then you have the collab. Yes. So sure. I was very fortunate to be able to set up a really good team last year. So Americana is, is we have a nice, supportive, strong team. Very cool. Now, if you were to try to attract a, a specific type of business to the collab, is there anything that you would want to kind of shape it into or does it not matter? I mean, um, we want people in here who have open minds and it's important for everyone to understand that the members bring as much value to the collab as they're going to receive from the collab so we want people to come in with creative ideas and be comfortable this is a safe space for people to be able to share ideas and feel comfortable and confident that your their fellow collaborators are you know good sounding boards and and since we've been down here we've had lots of meetings and people come in and just the ideas that we're able to pass around and the energy and share. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And my, I, I, don't, I think I told you my brother had mm-hmm. opened up a collaborative space seven years ago mm-hmm. in, in downtown LA. So like you said, the metropolitan areas get stuff a little bit earlier. And having seen that, I think the biggest value is the people that come in. Absolutely. Um, the, I, the level of like collaboration and the sharing amongst like the the people, the I don't know, the attendees or collaborators, members, members, members um, it's been incredible. They have a couple projects that started there, that incubated there, and now are worth. These are companies that are worth tens of millions of dollars. Nice. And um, and so the level of talent that comes in there. I walked in there and I was listening to some of these people. I felt so stupid. <laughs> and, and everyone was like eighteen, nineteen, and they were nice. talking about stuff that was so far advanced. But it, it brings in a special culture and a special, you know, group of people that um, that's the ecosystem. The pr- that's of, yeah, yeah, the ecosystem. Exactly. That's what you're really paying for. Not just come put your desk here. Because like you said, you could, I mean, people can go to Starbucks, go next door to any coffee shop and just kind of hang out. But I think it's being able to connect with other like minded people. No, absolutely. That's where the magic happens. Absolutely. That's where the value is. And we did our homework. So we went we were at USC at the business school at their launch pad and um just the conversations that happen outside of this area, it's crazy. So, and we sat in on a couple pitches um, with mentor coaches. We sat down with a couple founders. We attended a founders boot camp at Cedar sinai in January. And we were the small fish in the room. I mean, there was like multi-million dollar startups, tech companies, product lines. So we walked Charles, in. I was there. <laughs> <laughs> No, but it was it was it was great for us. I mean, we walked out with so much value. So at lunch, when we're networking, sitting down, all the founders that we sat with, they all started in um, WeWork, in a collaborative mm-hmm. space. So it was mm-hmm. like we were able to get do some market research while we were there. So yes, you're absolutely right about that. So if you ever need an, an architect in the uh, in the space, just to kind of <laughs> well, you're the first one who walked in here with me before I signed the lease, Jesse. Right, yeah. He walked the space with me before. Before I signed, we got some excited people that don't want to get on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, there's a line out the door. That's the reason why we're yeah. saying well, security. Get them out. <laughs> what about last night? It was so lit in here. There was like 80 people. Yeah. In here. <laughs> so Rose is still going off the, the high from last night. So last night there was the installation for the Uptown Association. Great organization. 
And Bros, you want to talk about that? It was hosted here. It was hosted here. And it was the first event that was actually hosted here, It was our first event. So Jesse and I are outgoing president and vice president. So that was nice relief, a little burn off our shoulders. I would say (laughs) Jesse eventually made it to the event. I'll shoot the whole night, man. I said said some really nice words about you. I was in the back. They're on video somewhere. There you go. Um, Yeah, so we hosted it here. And I think it just brought a level of... Such good energy, I think, because it was here, like on our home turf, and I don't know, I don't. It was, it was really good. It was fun. Everybody came with good energy, fun. We had DJ, um, tequila uh, alcohol. Tasting. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, here's the way I saw it. It was uh, there was there's a really good range of business owners here, mm-hmm. which is what I have not seen in the last um, couple installations. Um, and my guess, if it had to be, if I had to kind of pinpoint to something. Was that the last ones we were? I think we were charging, right? We we're charging to get into the uh, the event. Really? For no, the, not the, last year. Or the, the previous ones. That's not an apron. Um, that was a nice event. That yeah, was not yeah. An and uh, and so this one was free. So I think it kind of again drew uh, a good range. I mean, I met some guys that were that that are. I don't. Know, I don't think they're members, but but they were. Uh, they just saw the free. But but it was cool because it's a. Yeah, the classic cans, man. It's uh, they came. They were a guest of Frank, I think. Oh, were they? Yeah. All right. And again, it's a business that I drive by and, and see all the time. And I'm like, man, one of these days I'm gonna stop by and just kind of you know check out what they do. And which place? It's called Classic Cans. They do uh, um, uh, tow towing. Um, I don't see RV. Like classic cars or no, no. Campers. There you go. Oh, like to restore them? Yeah, yeah. But they're cool little campers, man. It's like, and I've been wanting, I'm, I've been looking into getting one, and uh, and that's like perfect. Like they're they're old, rustic, and they bring them back to life. Um, but it's two brothers, two brothers that run the business, you know. And they've been here for for so long, and very cool. Now they're moving their operations to uh, to the collab. Yeah, <laughs> this is a podcast about roles. <laughs> no, anyways, yeah, I know. Well, I'm saying that because it was kind of again, it's kind of like the whole you don't get you don't get a chance to run into people like that mm-hmm. um, unless you're in a space like this where you're networking and talking to yeah. local. Okay, way to bring it back. <laughs> no, I mean that's yeah. <laughs> well, Frank and April are very popular people too, so they had nice little fans with them yesterday, which is yeah. very cool. Yeah. So uh, was it a success in your? I think it was. A smashing success. It was great. I, I saw the text messages in the morning f- from everyone. <laughs> it was lit. <laughs> <laughs> the little dancing emoji. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, that was good. It was it good. Was we good. have a good chemistry. The board does, yeah. and we've been able to I think to engage and activate a lot of the business owners here. So it was good. Yeah, cool word, activate. Oh yeah. <laughs> Collaborate, activate. Everything. So as far as membership, let's talk about that. What does that look like? So when someone comes in. So when a, someone comes in, we have our monthly membership starts at 30 hours a month. Um, and then and it is it true if you listen to it on What's Up With Your, the whole year is free? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, you guys have been recording here free for a couple of <laughs> weeks already. So. <laughs> We're send, bar- the, send the bill over. <laughs> We're bartering. No, no, we are. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I invited you guys. When, as soon as I remember, I brought you guys in. I was like, it's gonna be like TRL, guys. You guys can record right here on Greenleaf Avenue. Yeah. And you guys fell for it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, as far as pricing and what does it look, because I see a, a sheet on the table here. So, our monthly membership starts at 30, is 30 hours um, at 195 a month. Um, and then it goes up from there depending on 
need the usage um, of the space. And then we also have drop-in ra daily rate of $35. How do you guys keep hours? Is it like a check Our software. Oh, it does, okay. Yes, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. So just the whole idea of innovation, there's so many jobs that are not created yet, so many different, right? So an example is software for co-working spaces. Because co-working, I think the longest existing co-working space in the United States is maybe 12, 14 years old. Um, so software for co-working spaces. So we're working with a company called Habu.co, mm -hmm. and they're in Bristol, England. So we've done our conference calls with them, and it's, you know, time difference. And so it's really cool. And they're a growing company. They're developing. So every day, not every day, but they have um, updates often, and they're adding to their software. But there's not very many co-working softwares available now. But so that's, you know, there's all kinds of stuff that's not created yet that there's going to be a need for. So that's cool. So that's one price. What else? So I then we have I 60 took hours. Took the pen away from her. Just <laughs> <laughs> My scepter. That's yeah. Um, makes noise. <laughs> we have we have 60 hours per month at 295, um, 180 hours per month at 495, and then private desk. So we do have private desk in the back. So depending on the level of commitment that somebody wants to make, we uh, we can work with them. So it's cost effective for them. Yeah. Yes. So it gives you access to undicated desk space, copy printer, our Wi-Fi reception, our kitchenette. An water. awesome water. The wa oh, the water. <laughs> you, you, you want to talk about your water machine that takes water from the Rocky Colas and the Rocky Mountains? The Rocky Colas. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not the Rocky Colas. Oh, I'm thinking up the street. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the fanciest water we could find for our collaborators. So it's seven times purified, has alkaline, electrolytes, and it's um, filtered through coconut husk. Is it really? That's what they told me. When Damn. They came in. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, that, it's really good. You guys, you guys have had it, right? Yeah, I think I have it. Yeah. And I, our painter, he's um, the painter at the Beverly Hilton. So he came in and he was like, oh, man, you guys have these? That's all they have at the Beverly Hilton are these water machines. So, yes. I feel like in Beverly Hills right now. We're very fancy. We're very fancy. So are you gonna, are you gonna turn into a uh, water water dispenser here? <laughs> Jesse, bring your five gallon water. Because I got a couple. Does of that come in the, with the membership? <laughs> yeah. with me? Yes, water is included. No, it says limited one <laughs> eight ounce a day. One eight ounce a day. That's all you get. <laughs> and we are still developing. I'm going on, by the way. Yeah, so we're course. still developing um, private office rooms. Private office, private meeting offices, and conference room upstairs, and our video recording room, which we talked about earlier. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully within the next couple of weeks, months, we'll have those. Well, what is the video rec recording? So room? the video recording room is. So we have our podcast recording room here. Um, our podcast recording room, where we have our in-house equipment and producer, Miss Christine. So we have a podcast membership that's not on this pricing sheet. So that's for people who want to come in. Just plug into the equipment and we'd be able to record in a professional space that's semi-soundproof and you can't help if people moon you while you're in there. <laughs> Free entertainment. <laughs> but it's really cool. So we've had some podcasts come in and they're upgrading from the kitchen table. So when they're able to come in here into a professional space on Greenleaf, it's, it's an upgrade for them. So it's really cool. So we're going to do that, but with video recording upstairs. So a soundproof room, have the lighting set up, have everything set up so people can just come in and plug and play nice mm -hmm. and when would that potentially be up and going next couple weeks so in like four months <laughs> <laughs> take the lesson you learned and <laughs> apply i'm not giving dates anymore it's just <laughs> we're developing it 
Yes. So maybe as you started the company, what is a couple of things that you've learned that take it into the next company? Another co-working space or another or just in company general, in just general? Um, being very flexible. Um, some grit. You know, not everything's going to go your way, and you got to be okay with that. Um, this, I mean, we went hard for the last four months, seven days a week, late night, um, on top of all of our other responsibilities. But, I mean, it's worth it. Like, last night, seeing the energy that was in here and the the turn-up that was in here, and for such an important event, you know, to have the, to have the mayor talk about Uptown the way he did, talk about you know our council members being in here and all of us being in here together that was worth it and that's just the first event you know so all those late nights and long hours are worth it so what does it look like to host another event here um, no for if, if someone wants to host an event here what does that look so like? so we are closed on sundays for private events and saturday mornings and saturday evenings also after hours so we close here at seven right now our hours are from 9 a.m to 7 p.m monday through friday and then Saturdays from 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. But we expect our hours to fluctuate over the next couple months as we see what members' needs are. So, for example, one of our first coworkers that came in, he has clients on the East Coast, so he starts working at 7 a.m. So we're asking everybody for feedback right now. We want to know what our community needs are because they're different than what they are in downtown. They're different than they are in Fullerton. So we're going to be flexible and fluctuate. So event space here, we are hosting educational and business um, events. So we have the setup for it, obviously. Um, so we do have our pricing sheet for that. I don't have it in front of me, but it's a very cost-effective solution. And it's a cool space. So, I mean, we're a two-minute walk from the parking structure here in Uptown. We're centrally located between all the fun bars and restaurants. So we have focus groups coming in. I'm ho- Americana is hosting tax planning boot camps here starting in May. So it's a perfect space for trainings or workshops, networking events. So... Yes. When is that uh, Americana event? And what do you want to talk about it? Um, so we're hosting a series of tax planning boot camps, industry specific. So our first one is for the wellness industry. So massage therapists, Zumba instructors, personal trainers, um, uh, boot camps. So just architect. <laughs> See, she lost me on the fitness stuff. I'm waiting for the restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going, keep going. <laughs> so then we'll do, we're doing like makeup artists, um, barbers, real estate agents, insurance agents. So industry specific. Hey, we got what are you going to get to the fun bar- stuff? I mean, <laughs> we got categorized with barbers. and. With <laughs> it's fun when you're saving thousands of dollars in taxes during tax time. That's when it's fun. All right. Whatever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> Saturday mornings as well? Yeah. Yeah. So same thing with that. We're going to learn because I've had I, people reach out all the time to host a workshop and industry specific. So we're going to do it. We're going to go forward with it and see what the turnout is and kind of see what people are looking for. And it has to be digest, you know, they have to be able to digest it when they're here and be able to walk away with some sort of value. And so, but we're excited. I'm excited. We've had great results in saving taxes for clients now I started the tax planning in 15, so now we're seeing the results. Like the first two years, there's no results, really, because mm-hmm. they're implementing. But now it's it's like really cool to be able to see results now. It's really cool for them. Hi, Rose Riesline here, owner of the Collab Inc. 
We are located in the heart of Uptown, 6709 Greenleaf Avenue. Um, we're a collaborative co-working space, the first one here in Whittier. We have undedicated workspace, private cubicles, conference room, and private offices coming soon. Um, we also will be hosting networking events and business development workshops. So we're super excited to have our professionals and entrepreneurs come in here and co-work. The underscore collab underscore Inc. for Instagram. And then on Facebook, we are The Collab Inc. You can find out what we're all about and see our schedule of events at thecollabinc.com. You can also learn about our membership prices, fee structures, daily rates, and event space rates. We are a two-minute walk from our parking structure on Bright Avenue. Come sit with us. Um, so all of our membership includes um, entrance to all of our events. So we'll do weekly events so networking business development some personal development like we have yoga on the green so we do yoga on the grassy lot out there this tuesday the 24th at noon so it's nice and like this for me like during tax season i mean i I could stay in the office for like 12 14 hours right so this for me like makes me go outside get some fresh air and stretch right so that's kind of what we want to encourage for people to find that balance so that's one example we'll have manny come in and teach chair stretches for professionals i want to get a loop of him on the tv going like to do like you know whatever kind of stretches you have to do with the foam rollers and we'll have those foam rollers in here and stuff so nice um and then whatever oh we have free co-working fridays every friday for the next couple weeks so so people can come in and check out the space and just see what our vibe is about but we're working on content now for business development workshops so we want to bring in technology and just resources that are not necessarily here right now and eventually get the vision would be to get an accelerator or an incubator within the collab eventually so that's what we kind of want to do focus on like the business model canvas and kind of provide those resources to support the businesses that are here so everyone you know successful what is an accelerator well so an accelerator is going to be um taking a business from inception all the way to being market ready. So whatever that means for that business, whatever industry they're in, like having a strong business plan, a business model canvas, making sure that all your quadrants are complete um, so that you're ready. Like if you need to sit in front of investors, like you have your ish together and you can do it confidently. So I, I've heard that accelerator word before. Mm-hmm. <coughs> at, at, again, my, my brother's place, they have something similar where mm-hmm. they do it once a quarter um, and this might be something down the line, but they get 40 uh, people with different ideas. Mm-hmm. And so they pull the people together in teams of, of uh, 10. And so mm-hmm. there's four people. Everyone goes up, pitches their idea, and at the end of it, the 10 people or each group picks one idea. And they have marketing people, finance people, and the goal is you start Friday afternoon, and by Sunday morning, you're pitching it in front of investors. And that's and that's how I always thought it yeah. was accelerated in that sense. So it brings an idea from con- um from inception, conception, mm-hmm. yeah, all the way to being pitched and potentially yeah. picked up yeah. by, you know, people that would fund something mm-hmm. like that. So yeah, about about a year, no, two years ago, um, I went to go look at a, a potential client who was trying to do the same thing. He was doing a, uh, an incubator. Um, this guy, he comes from a family where they were doing uh, parts for NASA, mm-hmm. um, or the government, uh, and. Uh, and so he kind of wants to spin off and kind of do his own thing, and uh, it was a family business. And 
he had an inter- an inter- interesting way of looking at it. He um, he was trying to set up a space again, underutilized office space. Um, he's going to start using buses, like school buses, mm-hmm. as partitions to break out the. Oh, I think uh, you told me about this. Did you tell the, me about that? I don't know. And uh, break what up? Uh, to do like space like 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 a big you know. Meetup rooms and stuff like that. To, I mean, it was a huge warehouse. Um, but anyways, so, so the the what I thought was kind of cool was young young guy. Um, his business card actually said uh, inter, uh, professional interrupter, and um, and and his whole thing was or his business model was that uh, he would bring in uh, uh, startups or or anybody who had an idea um, that had to do with. Um, his industry, it was like robotics and stuff like that, um, and he would house them for free, so they would have access to in the buses. Yeah, and the, <laughs> yeah, they're all hippies <laughs> and, uh, but uh, you know, he was he uh, so they would have access to like you know state of the art machinery, uh, you know high end uh, or expensive programming programmers, uh, prototyping, all that good stuff, uh, um, and. And so, at the end of the day, he would go and, and you know pitch the uh, pitch whatever they're doing to the government, and if that got picked up, then he would automatically collect yeah. a, a percentage, um, which is kind of cool. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. you're investing in somebody yeah. without having to invest. I guess I don't know. Um, and and for me, it, again, it comes back to the whole kind of what you're saying is that. Um, there's a lot of great ideas out there. There's just a lot of people who don't have the money or the funds to, to kind of get this kickstarted or, or moving in the right direction, or even the contacts. I mean, talk about the guy who has a direct contact with government contracts. Mm-hmm. I mean, how great is that? Yeah, man, that's you really know? Smart. Um, so to be able to create an atmosphere like that, I think is pretty cool. Um, and again, you'll be able to get uh, more efficient ways of doing things, uh, but also like you know. Who knows, man? You might get the next, you know, well, multi-billion-dollar uh, deal. Bill Gates in here, or the next. That's the goal. Like that's an environment that we want to create. Right? Yeah, yeah. And I think you just your ideas will get tested a lot faster. A lot of people go in with businesses that have this idea that it's the greatest idea just to them, and no one else thinks that. And if you don't get that feedback, you, sometimes you're just going into a loser. Yeah. yeah. Can we can we talk about our artwork a little bit? Can we? We won't get in trouble, though. <laughs> this is not supported by what's up Whittier, but uh, <laughs> we don't get black. So I have to brag. Um, so our, we have this piece and the octopus here from a local artist named Germ. He's extremely talented, a very well-known artist. So um, he reached out to us a couple weeks ago. He must have walked by because he, he messaged us that our walls were very blank, that we need to get some color in here. So we asked him if he would be interested in letting us house his stuff. So he did. So we went to the studio. He's a couple blocks away, and he has some really amazing stuff, like really beautiful pieces. Um, so he brought his stuff to us, I think, like three weeks ago to the day, right? About three or four weeks ago. This and is not the stuff that you paint when you're on when you're drinking coffee. <laughs> <laughs> this is some weird. I mean, I, I'm into this. I, this is probably the most like you, you stare at it, and there's a lot going on in a piece like this. So this is a, a collaboration for him too. So he did this with another artist. So we definitely wanted this one. It's like oh, a good, a, it's like a good movie that you can watch like twenty times, and you're always gonna pick up something new. new, you know. No, but everybody loves it. Everybody who comes in. No, it is. Always, I think it's know, a really nice cool piece. So the very next week, so we want we're gonna have a resident artist in here every three months, 
right? So we're going to do an installation reception for each artist that we have. So we had already kind of started planning to do an installation reception for, for Germ. And then the very next week, after he dropped the stuff off to us, he contacted us and told us that he's no longer able to do installation with us because he got picked up exclusively with um, Cheech Marin at his new art gallery in Riverside. Just because he started with the collab. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so he starts, he, he'll house his stuff there in June. So we're not able to do anything for Are him. Are keeping this piece? Or? We're going to house this for now. And then we'll see what happens. But isn't I, that cool? I have a big photo copy machine that can probably zip this <laughs> up and just copy it. <laughs> no, and it's funny because when I walked in and I, and I saw the other one in the back, the, the octopus, I, I immediately recognized who the guy was. Um, the dudes, I mean, he does some really cool yeah. stuff, man. Like, uh, I don't know if you've seen. Um, he he does. Uh, I mean, the octopus is probably his iconic yeah. uh, um, brand, I mm-hmm. guess. Um, and it's cool because he makes them into like uh, the uh, the luchador luchador uh, mask, you know. Like the mes- so it's kind of yeah. cool how he blends yeah. it all in. I'm so. Egyptian, Jesse. I don't know oh what man! <laughs> Unless you show me a picture, you'll learn soon, man. You'll learn soon. <laughs> So we're really honored to have his stuff in here. So we kind of want to create that and foster that, you know, creative environment here and have that creativity be a big part of our environment, community here. Very cool. Any other local artists that maybe can reach out to you? And We do. So we have a couple artists. I have someone coming in, a client, Americana client coming in. He does photography of animals. So he's going to bring some stuff in on Monday for us to look at. And then HM Designs which they're on tour right now. They're in, I think they're in Texas. But she, I got a peacock commissioned by her like a year and a half ago. So they're going to, I think they will be with us the third quarter. Um, so, yeah, so we have a couple of artists. And when you say with us, that means they'll bring their art and They'll bring here. their art and we'll house their artwork here. Just out of curiosity, what happens if it gets damaged or stolen? Or? It's, everything's insured. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Jesse, you know, you know, he, yeah. <laughs> you know why he's asking, right? God, Remo. Don't be surprised. <laughs> Can I get in through these things? Don't be surprised. <laughs> this thing disappears. No, everything's insured. And security, she we just have cameras, security. We have our um, yesterday Aaron the security guard. You know, he had to yeah. throw somebody out. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, when you walk in, they take your thumbprint and they scan your retina, and uh, it's just yeah. you're in the system. You're in the system. Mm-hmm. You can't get away too far, man. <laughs> so uh is there anybody asking questions that we want to no what audience is, what is the best experience that you have had so far here at the club me personally i've had a couple of projects ideas be born here on the collab it wasn't today you mean yes today, today was the most interesting <laughs> thing <laughs> no like personally i have had a couple of cool ideas um, by collaborating with people, people coming in and just like start chick chatting, and the ideas just kind of go from there. So that was one of the podcasts I was telling you guys about earlier. That was born here, and like off the cuff too. It was like a meeting, had set up with a referral partner, and it kind of just was born that way. So that was really cool. Nice. We had some coworkers come in on Friday. Um, somebody who was just moved to Whittier, but they were co-working in Encinitas, so it's who they were driving commuting Mm -hmm. so she was excited to see the place and then we had a couple guys come in to do a presentation so by the end of the day they were collaborating because they had some interest some sort of relation in the industries that they were in so they were able to like collaborate and that was it was cool to see that happen 
Is there a day maybe for industries that more of these people will come so the collaboration could be maybe facilitated? You know, by we're, you I was just thinking about that. I passed, I walked to the bank earlier to Chase, and at the Chop House, there was a real estate, some sort of a workshop going on. So I was thinking, you know, maybe we should do like a real estate day where just real estate agents come in here and network and or, or core work. <laughs> Remo just said, no, thank you. No, rejected. No, just kidding. Of course. Um, Let's do it. That was just one idea, but maybe. Maybe making it like industry specific, industry days where people can come in. But I do want to, like there's a lot, of, a lot of ideas that we still are going to develop and execute. So there's a basement underneath us. <laughs> You yes. the basement. Should we not talk about the basement? Probably get myself all stressed out. Yes. <laughs> but there's different ideas that we want to develop. Um, just there's different ideas. Maybe. Can I, can I pitch an idea? Yes. And see if it gets picked up by you guys. So one of the things that um, I appreciated, I used to mentor um, at Cal State Fullerton's the last class that the students take before they graduate, mm-hmm. and they each gave a presentation. And the one thing I appreciated was seeing the young talent and how their drive and willingness. So maybe once a quarter, you get a handful of people that maybe have the means to come listen to some of these projects that mm-hmm. the kids, are, mm-hmm. you know, as students are working on. Not even students. I mean, anyone really. And maybe it's almost like that show, TV show, Shark Tank. We talked about what your Shark Tank. Me, you, and Jesse have talked about that. Oh, nah, it's not taking your go. It's your idea. <laughs> <laughs> This we is all recorded. Her space. <laughs> yeah. You're in her no, bed. but yes. Yes, yes, yes. So what does it look like, Rose? Explain more. So, no, no, the same Just concept. Like that. Yeah. Okay. But like going through the accelerator too, you know, but the idea with that was like getting like some of us locally to invest. Mm-hmm. So we'd sit down with a couple people here, resident or community members, and then have these businesses pitch to us. And then we all pull our money together and invest in the... Like a shark, the Shark Tank, Whittier Shark Tank. We had this conversation at the bottle room. Yeah. It's, it's called, it's like called What's Up ago. Whittier Shark Tank. <laughs> <laughs> it's already trademarked. The website, go to what's up Whittier Shark Tank.com. Can you get the domain already? <laughs> 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 yeah, as long as it's uh, $100 and, or less, <laughs> count me in. Sorry, we had a question on the audience. So depending on how you want the table set up, so for my boot camps, we're capacity at 40. So that's with desk. So that would be like classroom. Yes, yes. And if you did it more presentation style, how big can you do? We could probably do 70, 80. And you include all the audiovisual? Yes. Yeah. So to, the, the question, I'll repeat it just in case for the podcast. Um, how many people can you host with table setting, school type setting, and then just chairs only yes. and then your answer was 40 for classroom, classroom setting and then 80 uh, presentation style i think we have a first customer ready to sign up classroom, classroom stuff okay there you oh, go, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> do you have the contract you want to pass it over to <laughs> <laughs> yes so yes good question thank you you can't get more in here well, we well, based on last night, <laughs> I mean, you had like a hundred people here last night. You think there's that many? Oh yeah, I had a hundred names. Oh really? Oh wow. D- did you pass them out though? Yeah, they're all. <laughs> let's, let's not mention that, but uh, yes. I think the capacity sign says twenty. I was dodging my landlord today, like the plague. I was like, 
I hope nobody called and complained. Everybody stops working here upstairs like at six, five, six. Oh, that's so, right, because the DJ was here. The DJ was like bumping. <laughs> yeah, the music. I was thinking the people here wouldn't be an issue, but it's the DJ. And we were standing. It was it you and I standing next to each other, right in front of the DJ. We're like, why is it so loud? Yeah, we're yelling at you. <laughs> we're yelling at each other. That's the old. That's the old. That's a gray hair kicking in. I was like, Jesse, go tell him to lower the music, or, or I'm gonna call the cops. <laughs> I can't believe they didn't come fast enough. Actually, Remo was outside making the call, and the and the lady, the operator from the, from the uh, police department, is like, "Are you at the party?" He goes, "No, I'm not." Uh, yes, I am. But, but <laughs> I, like, so I just come. You know, these young kids are just uh, having too much fun. You know, while, while the mayor is here, and <laughs> all the new, newly uh, elected councilmen. Um, well, speaking of landlord, he actually knew what co-working was. So when I pitched the idea to him, I didn't know how he was going to take it because it's, a, it's such a new concept. I don't know if he would know or be open to it, you know, but he was. He was open to it. So Very cool. Yeah. Nice. It was. Okay. Would you? Do we want to wanna ask uh, the Whittier questions or we, uh, yeah. I know we've gone through these before, so you already know the questions. But they're always changing. So ask, just ask because you have too. a favorite restaurant today doesn't mean it's going to be the same one tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, I was going to I was gonna say what's your favorite restaurant, but go ahead. All right. So, Rose, if you were to, you know, leave here after a night of hard working or upstairs, where would you venture off to as far as getting a bite to eat? Either the Commoner or the Crooked Gaff. Owned by the same people. (laughs) 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 Do you have a membership or a discount? (laughs) Steve, if you're listening. (laughs) No, they're clients. And I like their food and their beer list. All right. Okay, what would be plan B? Or C. Well, Mimos yeah. is like the go-to place, like always. Um, I don't know. You know, we had um, Uptown Mexican Cafe the other day, and it's really good. Oh, is that the one next to the theater? Yeah. Yeah. The chilaquiles are like off the chain. Dude. Really? They're, good. They're really good. Oh, man. I got to go check They're it really out good. now. And in the morning, I heard you have a favorite spot where they make oatmeal. Auntie's. Yes. And, uh, yeah, a big shout-out to Auntie's. So we have, like, what would it be called, a sheet? Of brownies? Yeah. It's about a sheet of brownies. And they're really intimidating. When you open the box, they look so good that you just, you know, have to cut little pieces and eat <laughs> from it because they can go down pretty quickly. So, aunties, Geoliba, if you're so listening. Have, to have aunties here. The food's so good. You didn't name them as one of your... your <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Geoliba, if you're listening, we love you guys. No. Thank you for the brownies, guys. Yes. You know, I wanted, um, when we did the first interview, you guys asked some of my goals, right? Where we had, and one of them that that time was the California competes because we hadn't received them yet, and I was in the middle of um, the application cycle. So later that year, we we got eighty thousand dollars in California competes. Wow. So, so what it, what is the California competes? So California competes is an, it's a tax credit that is um, administered by the Department of Business Development in collaboration with the FTB. And it's an incentive for business owners in the state to invest in either full-time positions or um, real estate, leases, equipment, vehicles. Um, so it's a really cool credit. But that was like a really big goal on top of my list. So it was nice to check that off. So, I mean, can you explain what that is? So if someone is going to – because I know we've had a conversation about this, and we're bringing on a new staff member starting Monday. <laughs> 
can I apply for this and get a credit? So all of the investments have to be after the closing of the application cycle. So the next application cycle is starts mid-July. It's about 20 days long. Um, so all investments have to be made after the closing date. And if you do it before, it's your... You can't include it as a new investment. So they calculate your base year, um, all your payroll and all your investments that you're currently um, obligated to. So the minimum credit is $20,000. It's a great credit. It's good. Right. Well, we'll have to... If someone has questions, give you a call, right? Yeah. Yeah. We have a question. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So we are going repeat to repeat the question. Probably. Um, oh. repeat the question. So the question was: Would members have access to a directory of other members? So yes, absolutely. So we're going to encourage everybody to collaborate via our networking events, and also we'll probably, we will develop some sort of online platform to support that. And I think. That Natalie's vision is to get a wall of all of our members, right? With you know, picture their business and maybe some, some uh, mugshot, bullet, <laughs> some bullet points. <laughs> but yes, yes, mm-hmm. that would be cool. A mugshot with, I mean, you know, how you have the oh, like the, the, sign, the sign and it says their yeah. name and what they, oh, yeah, there you go. their See, profession. There's a, there's a Remo idea. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was my idea. <laughs> this is a what's up with your idea. So we get, get paid royalties on everything. Okay, so. sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Good question. Thank you. Yeah, send me that list so I can spam them all. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We've had a lot of people ask already. Really? I'll go back to the first podcast we had. What else? What else? Uh, what other goals that you have? Do you remember? It was three. So California competes because I was in the middle of the application cycle yeah. was one, and then getting my team trained for tax season was one, which we did, and then spent balancing time with the family because it was Christmas break. And I had the kids on Christmas break, so that was also accomplished. Very cool. So, yeah. Well, wasn't there a fourth one? No, it was three. No, it was four. I think it was to get a lot of part two. Oh. Come back again. Barely made that one. Really. Yeah. <laughs> this is like a freaking pity uh, podcast, huh? <laughs> <laughs> the pity party. Rose is invited. <laughs> uh, all right. So... Well, so well, it's funny because, I mean, we're constantly talking. I mean, we run into each other on everything, or, or she has questions, I have questions. We're constantly, you know, having a conversation. So for me, it's hard. It's hard to ask her questions because it's like, Cause we basically, know, yeah, we, we talk we're pretty side much by every side day. It's like, uh, so, um, but one cool thing is that when we were, when we we're uh, talking about the collab, the collab space here, um, everybody kept walking by you know when you had the the paper on the mm-hmm. on the windows and uh and i always kept saying take those things down you know let people see your mess and let them see what you're doing because because uh, at that point people weren't they were always questioning like what's happening back there you know they would always see like somebody kind of just open like knock on the door and then somebody open the door <laughs> it's like uh, some shady stuff going behind those, those doors and but it wasn't until you you brought down the the paper that all of a sudden it was like kind of like walking in like what's this thing you know yeah um, and even now like like I, it's funny because I had a as a contractor who I work with here locally and he he just drives by the town and uh, he goes man have you seen that cool space on the you know where there's That's like right. this I'm like I go I've been telling you about this place you go check it out you know Jesse. yeah <laughs> go 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 check it out man he goes yeah I gotta go check it out 
And of course, he only he only drives by it, so <laughs> we gotta no, get him. Cool. He honks. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Yeah, very cool. But again, it's one of those things where like you could even see it from the street. Um and for me it's big because uh uh that's kinda like the, the whole thing I, I don't know what this says about my business, but uh like for me it's uh I, I'm more productive when, when I'm actually able to see out, you know, or, or get daylight or have daylight. Um yeah. and so uh So that's the reason I've been waiting on yeah. the plan. <laughs> Cause I've been in my in my uh Home yeah, office. Uh, green. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get a de- IKEA desk and throw it in the green yeah. bottle. <laughs> no man, it's. Uh, I mean, that's. I think the reason why it's so, uh, why people kind of flock to to like Starbucks or or a coffee shop. You know. Uh, you see life. Yeah, just because you, yeah. you constantly no, things are changing. And we got so. a couple of coworkers who have established home offices, but they are in isolation. So they yeah. said they want to come out just to be able to talk to other people without going to Starbucks. It's a different atmosphere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, and even upstairs, my team like I've been down here for the most part for the since we opened our doors. But my team upstairs because we don't have windows upstairs, so every chance they get, they're down here like and they try to you know set up their little laptop down here and work from down here because the light and it's just bigger open space. It makes so, a huge difference. So mm-hmm. before we end, can you give us some? Uh, I know this is not the collab, but can you give us some uh, tax tips for uh, <laughs> for this next year? <laughs> Call Americana. Yeah, <laughs> set up your appointment for next year. No, because like yeah, the competes, so like you got the the the. the so California competes. Yeah. I would encourage every business owner to look into it, either with Americana or with their tax professional. Um, and also, it's a big year. Congress has been very busy with the new tax bill that was just recently passed. So it's a big year. There's still a lot of movement. So definitely, like we've been, we're inviting all of our clients to come back in July, August to kind of run projections and rough numbers. Because it affects everybody differently. Nobody is the same. And now a lot of the blue states are starting to react. So a lot of the blue states were negatively affected. California was one of them. So they take it as an assault, right? So now the states are looking for loopholes in the tax bill because it was passed so hastily. Um, so there's still a lot of movement now with the states. So. Well, now that you're saying blue states and, and getting into politics. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> and that's our show for today. Yeah, with Trump's new uh, tax uh, I don't tax know, bill reform. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, what are we? What should we expect as, as a small business or, or as individuals? I mean, well, so that's why we're encouraging everybody to come back because it does affect everybody differently, um, and because it's good or bad. Some, it, so we've run so during each tax forming during tax season, we identified how it would affect each individual client. Um, so it is different for everyone, and in our experience, the people that. Upstairs, the people that it should have helped, the people that it should have helped the most, probably helped like this much. Versus, really? yeah. So, who is the ideal person for this tax bill? This, can you give a general? A is big this, corporation. Who, is it really? Yeah. Like Remo LLC, Remo the Realtor LLC. Uh, S corp, not LLCs. Oh, uh, LLCs are very expensive S-Corp? in the state. What is? LLCs are very expensive. They're eight hundred bucks a. a or three point five of your gross, whatever's more. They're expensive. Wow. 3.5 of your gross or $800 mm-hmm. versus an S Corp is 1.5 of your net or $800. Just don't make money and you'll be good. <laughs> well, that's the goal that you're making money. Yeah. But when you have to pay it out, it's not fun. No. And tax planning has to be implemented now. So once a year is over and December 31st, New Year's, 
that you're, you're recording history when it comes time for tax reporting, right? So any tax planning needs to be implemented and executed during the year. The earlier you start the year, the more savings you'll see. Okay, sorry. So is there any tools um, to help? Like, a small with, business. So my OIQ. <laughs> my OIQ is going to be a good one with mileage. So people, I think, um, neglect deducting their mileage because it takes some um, work. Yeah. So my OIQ is a great tool to use to be able to track that. And if you're putting wear and tear on your vehicle, you want to make sure you're taking the proper deduction, deduction for it. Yeah. And people a lot of times underestimate their actual usage. So definitely want to do that. I think I have that in my IQ. It, it, it kills your battery. <laughs> it's the one that records wherever yeah. you go from yeah. place and to place. Yeah, and then you swipe left or right if it's personal. Or, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, keeping a very detailed calendar because if you don't use my IQ, you can always have you know refer back to your calendar to where you were um, and the business purpose behind it. How about invoicing? I would say stay current with invoicing. Because that's how things fall through the cracks. So but stay you, current. But do you have any uh, any tools or programs or software that you uh, would suggest? And I'm saying this because you have a lot of new like um, small businesses mm-hmm. that are part of the collab, mm-hmm. and I think you know some of that stuff is very it's it's important. Oh yeah. But I don't think most people understand that until at late. the end of the year. Yeah. No, well, you got to put everything together. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why we're doing the boot camps too, yeah. because uh, during tax time it's too late. We're yeah. recording history, and there's nothing you can do. Yeah. Um, and I'll always say this, that these types of services should always be budgeted for the same way your cell phone and your electricity bill is. Because if you're not able to look at your numbers and, and metrics and gauge, then you're kind of spinning your wheels for, for nothing. So, And it's not really something that we're ever educated on or taught, right? Um, and usually people start a business because they're passionate about something or they're specializing in something. It's not necessarily that they have a business um, background, right? So that's, it's important. And whether you're doing it yourself on paper and pen, and some people don't have the budget for outsourcing, bookkeeping, or software. They don't have the time for it. If you're doing it with a paper and pen and keeping it that way, like, that's fine. Start it that way. And then as your budget grows, or you know, then outsource it. But it's important. Any, any other tips for uh, small businesses that are starting up um, on how to keep, uh, how to be productive and, and efficient? I'd say your numbers, 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 always. So whether you're keeping it yourself or you're outsourcing it, always budget for it. And then sitting down and working with professionals, so no do-it-yourselves. Like business owners in general are very resourceful people, right? Um, but when it comes to your numbers, unless you have a strong background in it and experience, I would definitely sit with a professional because the cheap comes out expensive. I've had people who do their LLCs on LegalZoom, and they're telling me they're an S-corp, they're an S-corp, and then – during tax reporting time, they never filed their S-election. You know, it's just a big mess. Versus spending a couple hundred dollars to sit down with an attorney to structure it properly versus sitting down with us you know, and investing in a tax plan to make sure that you're not slammed with self-employment taxes. You know. So, yes. And by the way, uh, membership here at the Collab is tax-deductible, tax right? That's right. So even though you're spending on membership, you're actually saving because you're... Well, you're investing in your business. Well, you're and saving it. Tax, and it is tax deductible. There you go. Yes. I was, I was trying to read your hashtag. It says, I, I come it said, sit with us. I thought it says, come on, Stein, or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and how much is it to get Wi-Fi, or to get internet in Uptown? You can't get Wi-Fi for like less than, what? what? That's right. Well, you see, you see my left thumb. I was going to say 170, yeah. but yes. But 
you know, our how cost effective is that? We start at one ninety five, and then you just drive up the street and <laughs> get a signal. Just <laughs> park there. Connect yeah. to uh, the Starbucks right. Wi-Fi. Um, we asked restaurants, "What's one thing that you would like to see in Woodier that maybe hasn't come yet?" Out of a restaurant? Just anything. Oh, um, a collab space. Thanks for help. Jeez, in Whittier. I'd like to see another bookstore come back. I mean, that was like a treat for me. I would walk out there a couple times a week during taxis and take a break, and the kids loved it. So I'm sad to see that go. So probably a bookstore. How about a banquet hall? No. <laughs> <laughs> You're all just going out there now. I'm just kidding. I'll tell you later. It's past his bedtime. <laughs> all right. Well, Rose, thank you for uh, coming on again. Thanks for having me. And uh, we'll have to schedule the third third time so make it your fourth goal yes to be back at what's up what here we have someone in the window looking at us again uh with the collab (laughs) (laughs) Um, we get a lot of looky-loos it's cool though yeah well welcome to the neighborhood in your new space thank you yes thank you thank you thank you look forward on coming in on what fridays you said it was free Free fridays (laughs) (laughs) just kidding (laughs) no thank you for hosting us as well when uh the pod um, cast room. Yeah, we're proud to have you guys in there. We really right. um, are proud of what you guys are doing. I thought you guys interviewing all the candidates was like really cool. That was that was a little tough. I'm sure it was fun actually. It, it was, but it was just I don't know. Everyone has a story, yeah. yeah, and it sounds all the same, but it's really all different. And it, yeah, yeah, that was very progressive. So congratulations on that series. Yeah, they asked us to do it, so we're like, okay. No. He <laughs> <laughs> did? Oh, he did really? Oh. That's the reason why he won. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was our first uh, oh, yeah. candidate. Announce it. Congratulations, Henry. And Fernando Dutra. I was trying to, well, I, how do you, I forgot how to say Henry's last name. Bouchot? Bouchot. That's why I paused, because Henry Bouchot, congratulations, District 4. Two. Two. Fernando wow. Dutra, District wow. 4. And I live in his district, bro. <laughs> and you, you moved from District 2 to District 4. <laughs> just to be next Primo's had a couple of drinks. So no, I had a couple a brownies. It's <laughs> 420, I'm huh? Like, I'm like all sugared out. That's what so. you think, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> Thank How you, How about Gio. the Chudo guy? Were you guys Thank here you, for Gio. that? Oh. <laughs> shout oh, have to give him a shout out. Shout out to, what was his name? I didn't even. Carlos. Carlos the Chudo guy. He's 15 years old. Oh, really? He's 15 years old, and he helps his mom. She makes the churros, and he comes to uptown and sells them out of a cooler. Nice. And they're really good. So he comes around, I think, Friday night. So if you guys see him, support him. Cool. He's a hard worker. Awesome. Well, thank Thank you. you, Rose. Thank you, guys. And we'll see you later, Whittier. See you later, Whittier.